live. I am live on Instagram, I think. I'm hoping the audio is working. Should I put a thing saying, is the audio working? Is the audio working? I hope the audio's working. I hope you can hear me. I hope you can hear me. Voice. So I hope the audio's working. Um, yes. Oh God, this is the. I put it this way round. Does it? Does it? Should I do it this way round? Or the? What? Is there a protocol? For which way round? I thought I'd do it this way, and I thought this is, looks more professional because it looks like a computer, doesn't it? This way round, but I can't read the comments because I've got to go like that. Anyway. You know what, I'm going to go like that, because otherwise this is going to... Oh, Right, I think I'm doing this on the normal Instagram. So I'm not sure if there's a time limit. Where's the thing? There it is. Um, <clears throat> I can wave at people. I'm going to wave everyone. Guaranteed wave if you join this... Uh, yeah, that's no good, because you'll have joined already to have seen that. Anyway, um, right, I'm trying this out. I usually do this on Facebook, but um, I'm not welcome on Facebook at the moment. Temporary, temporary problem. Nothing that we can't sort out. Um, and we are in the process of sorting out with Facebook. And I'll be back in. Well, we're not actually. I'm just waiting for them to lift the ban. Three more weeks. So I've got some questions here. And I'm looking forward to some questions. Because there's people here, I think. Well, yes, there is. Well, I know. I know there is. Because I can see. So if you've got a question, anyone, just post it. And I'll answer it if I can. Plastic surgery is the... Um, topic slash cosmetic surgery by the way i don't know if i should have made that clear but um sarah jane sent a request to be in your live video yes how do i do that yes done that anyone can show someone let's do it i don't know this is a new format for me i'm clicking the buttons i'm just clicking anything that comes up oh look at that look at that split screen look at that oh my god look at that are you can you hear me i can we're together is this a live question coming in have we got a live question have you got a question i've got, I've got think of one I've got oh for the love one. of god you've you've asked to join oh okay you are lucky um, this is we're lucky at the early stages of this otherwise we'd insist on questions to be ready before asking you to join but that's the first time anyone's ever joined so thanks for joining this is Not the first so thank time i've watched live and it just oh, says it? It, yeah what did it say did it say do you want to join says, yes and I just right. something, so well, that's I embarrassing am. isn't it well would you want, do you want to do you want to i've got some questions here you see i've got some questions that people have already asked me which i can go through I can X okay. you now and let you go and you can just do what no I'm just pressing I'm just okay. waving at people okay. but that's great that so when you join does it say I've, I should join someone else's live thing so anyone can just yes. click to join coming up right well lovely to have you on board nice to see thank you, you. Um, thank you. And th thank <laughs> that's great. if you've got any questions just let me know just like to join, I'll let you join again anytime can you can you get yourself off actually yeah I'm or do I have to Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh my! Remove. I'm removing. That sounds bad. Oh my god! I mean, that is. I mean, that is something, isn't it? That is something. Oh god, I gotta um.
got to calm down after that. Right, if anyone wants to join, um, ask a question live, they can do that. Opening myself up a bit there, aren't I? So, um, right, uh, so I've got some questions here. If you've got any questions, you can either join live or you can just ask it, I guess. I guess you can write a comment. Uh, so, number one question. Mole stroke cyst affect... Will, will a mole stroke cyst affect beard growth? So we've got a chat with a mole or a cyst. I think it's a mole in his beard. Got this area. Oh, um, and it is yeah, yes is the answer. So when you have a same with the hair, if you have a mole or a cyst or a well, if you if you create a scar, so if you cut something out and make a scar, so if you cut a mole or a cyst out, you get a scar. So um, you don't have any hair on the scar. Um, scar alopecia, it's known as. So when the scars don't have hair on them, so. It is a problem in hairy areas. It's a problem in not very hairy. Oh my God, we've got a question here. How am I going to keep that? Can I scroll the? Oh yes, I can. Um, I uh, so it's it's a, it's a problem in a not very hairy area. <laughs> it's in a very hairy area. We have a scar. If you had like long hair, you just cover the scar. It doesn't matter. Um, in a non-hairy area then you have a scar and it sort of like fades and usually it's not too bad. The problem is actually worse in a trimmed hair, hairy area. Oh, God, it's a tongue twister. So if you've got your beard, if your beard's quite long, your scar might cover it if the hair covers it. But if you keep your beard trimmed or if you're balding, if you've sort of not got much hair and you sort of make your hair nice and short, a scar is more obvious. So a scar is more obvious in shorter hair. So stuff like a beard or a man with, you know, like a crew cut. A scar will be more obvious because you see a line in the scar if it's like cut short. When this hair is longer, it's less obvious. And actually when there's bald, if it's clean shaven, the actual scar will be less obvious than if you had some stubble. So yes, good question that. So a scar on a hairy area um, is... Um, is is has got no hair on it and so that's something to consider good question well, now we had a question live somewhere here here we go sam but do you shave excisions on fibrous pat oh just someone else asked a question i've just got to write that down sorry do you do shave excisions on fibrous papules of the nose even if they are flat and only slightly raised good one sam um, really hard. Yes, you can. Um, but shave excisions are easier to do the more raised it is. So if it's a big raised thing, you have to get like down at the base of the mountain. And um, if it's a big lump, you can get the base of the mountain quite easily. If it's not very raised. So sometimes if you do a shave excision and there's a little bit left behind, or if you've got like a little, like you're describing a fat fibrous papule or some benign lesion, which isn't very raised, it's actually more difficult to do a shave excision. Because if you can imagine it from sort of our point of view, we've got this scalpel and we're trying to get this scalpel flush. If it's not very raised, you keep on going over the top of the mountain keep on skirting over the top of the mountain. You don't get, you're trying to get the base of the mountain. And if it's not about, if it's a mountain like boom, 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 you're going to get the base easily. You're going to cut the base off. But if it's a little hillock, if it's just a hillock, your knife's going to skirt over the top of the hillock. And so you, 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 it's actually more difficult. So if you are actually trying to get the hillock, you, there's a tendency to make your knife go down a bit to get purchase on the hillock. 
but you've got to be careful because the problems with the shave excision are over or under correction. Those are the sort of two bad things that can happen. So over correction means you get a dent. So that's why you want to get it flush. But if you're angling your blade down in order to get purchased to get started with your shave excision, you've got to be careful you don't get a scoop. So it's, it's a risk of getting more of a dent with a, with a less raised thing. Um, so you have to sort of you have to sort of angle it down just to get purchase and then try and flatten it off and try not to get a dent but it is actually more difficult a shave excision is more difficult on a less raised thing and obviously on a flat thing you can't do it at all but if it's a little bit raised you can have a go at it but it's tendency to keep on skirting over the top of it and then you think oh I'm going to get this off and you angle it down and then you get a dent so that's the risk with shave excision you do over or under correction so that's an over correction under correction obviously you leaves a bump leaves a bump so that is a good question by sam brown i think it's sam brown is it oh should i not say names let's keep it anonymous by someone sorry uh but it was on the thing so I'm not, i don't do names when you ask questions a bit flummoxed with this because this is a new format for me and i've just done a live interaction with a human being thank you mike come and see yourself so you can see it that's the that's the ticket um probably wouldn't be me sam i'm not really seeing new patients anymore i'm running the clinic so it is other people I've got other surgeons there but we've got two very good plastic surgeons there here there not here at the clinic Whew. um so yeah new scenery it is new scenery it is well it's not new scenery is it i've done it here before i'm in my house um so uh if three or four moles removed and small skin tags, I've taken this off the email and I've just written it in my own writing, which I'm struggling to read. Query or query charge. That's right. I'm not sure if that was supposed to be his question for this. But anyway, um, so, so if, if this, uh, I think this person's got several moles. and they're also, Yeah, it's often the way that people got skin tags and things. So just say, if you're having somebody, just it's actually a good question if you're having a procedure done and you've got some skin tags because you just it's, it's easy just to snip them so actually whatever you're having whether you have moles or you're having something else done i've done surgery like breast augmentations or tummy tucks something like that. people got a little skin tag they're a bit afraid to ask they come back for the dressing a week post-op and say oh, what about that skin tag you know like, if you said at the time I'd have just snipped it because the skin tag doesn't need to be sent for histology. If it needs to be sent for histology, like looking under a microscope, then there's a charge associated with that. But if you're having surgery for other stuff, whether it be other moles or even if you're having, as I say, a tummy tuck or a breast or whatever, any sort of surgery, and you've got a little annoying skin tag, it's, um, it's quite easy to just snip it at the time. So just say before, and most surgeons, I think, would just say, yeah, fine, we'll just snip that for you, no problem at all, because um, they're very easy to do, especially if you're... Um, having a general anaesthetic, then it's even easier. Do you consider adding non-invasive treatments at your clinic? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We've been considering it for ages. And we're still considering it. And um, it's a real problem because well, it's not a problem. It's just finding the right one. And they're really expensive. And it's get, I don't want to, it's difficult because one day we might get one and then you'll say, oh, you said that, you know, I don't want to say bad things about them, but the, the results are subtle. The problem is they're expensive and the results are subtle. This is what I found so far. By non-invasive treatments, I guess you mean things like the fat freezing and the skin tightening and what have you, things like that. So 
in my experience, they're expensive and the results are subtle. Having said that, there's a huge market for them. So I think there is an element to say that perhaps we should uh, offer it. But I'm a bit concerned because the whole premise of the clinic is that we want to give everyone a fantastic result. And if you, we can't give a fantastic result, which we honestly would rather not do the surgery. If, if it's, you know, maybe not going to give you a great result, then we'll say, look, you know, rather not do it. And so we try and make everybody have a fantastic result. And I think you can, you've got a better chance of that, let's just say, with surgery. You can never guarantee it with surgery, but you've got a better chance of it. There's, you know, it's rare that someone comes to me and say, oh, I can't see a difference. Um, did you look at, oh, yes, we, oh, I, um, you showed Vicky, didn't you? That's a, so anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting distracted by the comments. Um, it's rare with surgery that you can say, look, you know, look at the difference. Surgery is usually pretty obvious with the, um, yeah, with the um, non-invasive stuff. I think it's a bit more subtle and it's expensive. That's the problem. So it's getting the balance right. And yes, I think um, well, you did show Vicky that one and skin tiny or the, yes, it would help with the recovery of the surgery and we could use it as an adjunct to surgery. And yes, um, we should, I think it does help. I think I think it does help, and I think it does work, and it must obviously work. Otherwise, obviously, it's just a huge industry in it, um, and you know maybe we're just slow to to pick it up. But that's I'm so maybe I'm expecting too much of it as a surgeon because at the end of the day, anti wrinkle cream sells in you know anti aging cream sells, and people don't say look that's not you know that's not made me i'm still aged you know people don't complain about aging when they buy anti-aging cream at vast expense so maybe people would accept subtle results because it's not surgery the problem is as i say when it's quite expensive that's that i i worry that people would then get cheesed off if you do an expensive thing to them and they get a subtle result but i guess it's all about saying to people look this is subtle and it's expensive do you still want to go ahead you know patient selection so maybe we should do um, to look at that so yeah so we are still looking and we have looked at a few and we continue to look at a few um, and yeah, a later doctor on that. Whew, what? Oh yeah, why? Oh, why something tattoo ankle or ring finger? I know the, I know the gist of the question. The gist of the question, because I know that what happens is we get photos of tattoos in, and I think this is actually coming from Nicola. I think probably um, it's coming from people who work in the clinic because what happens is we get people who fo who send in photos of tattoos and um, they show it to us and we say whether we think it can be removed or not and how many sessions. And I think sometimes the people at the clinic like Nicola and, and Sally and the people who are answering the calls and taking the calls are a bit surprised when we say, I had one the other day with an an a lady with a tattoo on the ankle and I think I said it would take three or four goes and she's like wow it's a really small tattoo why have you said that'll take four goes you know whereas you know one on the tummy you say you take two goes or one or, you know just do it in one go and it's massive so the reason the, the 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 what you've got to think about is the laxity of the skin i mean this was the ankle by the right by the bone behind the bone of the ankle um the um so it was it was um it was really tight the skin is really tight in that area and if you can envisage yourself the skin, you know, there's not much laxity, number one. And number two, uh, the movement. 
you know, the movement of the ankle is, ankle is going to put that, that skin under tension. So there's going to be a risk that that wound will well open up. So we'll be very careful about taking skin off. Same with the hand. We get these ones on the ring finger. Often people, you know, with tattoos on the ring finger, really small tattoos. We say it's going to take two goes or three goes. It's hardly a lot of tattoos. But it's, there's not much spare skin there, number one. And also the movement is going to risk the, the, ta the um, wound opening up. So you've got to be careful not to put it under too much tension. So it is a balance between the size of the tattoo versus the um, laxity of the skin in the area. So like the tummy, you can take a huge bit of skin off and stitch it up. Um, so you could potentially get a huge tattoo off in one go, whereas the hand, the shoulders are classic. The shoulders quite tight skin. It's not very, and it doesn't scar very well. So, you know, these people with big tattoos on the shoulder, often it's a no-no. Even a small tattoo on the shoulder, I'd worry about it creating bad scarring. But, um, but yeah, the, the, the finger is a, is a classic, that it's, you cannot get much skin out. And when you do try and cut skin out of the, the finger, you often get like a shark bite. You get a, a dent because the skin is so tight, because you're taking some skin off the, the cylinder of the, of the skin. And do you see what I mean by the finger being a cylinder? So, yeah, fingers are difficult and ankles difficult. Tattoos, why excision rather than laser? Well, I would say, to be honest with you, the first line of tattoo removal is laser, to be, to be honest. And I, pretty, I always tell people that, look, try laser first. Because when laser works, it's really good. There's obviously no scarring and it's, you know, it can be really good. So I usually say to people, actually, laser is the first line treatment for tattoos. Um, we really see people, we don't do laser at the clinic. We only do excision. So we only really see people once they've had laser, tried laser, or there's a reason they might want, not want to try laser. So, um, but if, you know, the, the advice I would give is try laser first. The problems with laser is that sometimes it can struggle and sometimes it can make a blurred version of the original tattoo. And it can particularly struggle with colors, with the pigment. When the pigments come, so you often see that it's got rid of the black, but there's still the pigment areas. So you could always do um, tattoo do laser first and then have the bits excised if there are pigment areas that the laser can't cope with but as a general rule i would say to you um laser is first line but laser can be painful and laser can take multiple goes um, but having said that excision can be painful and maybe it's can take multiple goes sometimes so it's no right or wrong but i do think that laser is probably the first line but if it doesn't work or if you need it quick, you know, some people say, I'm, you know, joining the army. Well, actually, the army probably don't mind about tattoos, do they? Um, maybe they do. I don't know. Do the army join? Um, okay, I've got a job in an office or something and I'm not allowed a tattoo or something. So if they want it done, boom, there, you know, obviously excision, we'll get rid of it if we can excise it. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, breast, I had breast implants. Not me. This is the question. Um and I've got a breast lump, should I be concerned? Yes, you should. Uh, we Did we have that last week? But none of you guys were there last week, probably, because it was on YouTube Live last week, wasn't it? Different platforms every week. Back on Facebook Live when I'm back, allow back on Facebook, which is in about three weeks, I think. Um, but yes, you should be worried about a breast lump, period. Whether you had implants last week, last month, three years ago, or you haven't had implants at all, you should be worried about breast lump lump so get it checked out exhibit a go to your gp get it checked out if you've got breast implants in 
it's not unreasonable for your doctor to maybe want to see your plastic surgeon. So we would see you no problem at all because it might be the implant that's causing the lump. It might be a knuckle of the implant just as time, I've got an implant there somewhere, but as time contracts around the implant, it uh, can make a little knuckle of the implant. You can feel a little edge of the implant. So it might be that, in which case that's fine. Or it might be within the breast tissue, which is sort of anterior in front of the implant, whether the implant's in front or behind the muscle the implant is always behind the breast tissue. There's no breast tissue behind the implant. So implants don't really hide lumps. So the lumps, of the, or at least lumps in the breast. So you will still be able to feel your breast. So um, we might be able to tell whether it's implant or breast. Um, but if it's, if we're not sure, or particularly if it's breast, if it feels like there are lumps in your breast, then you should get it checked out by a breast surgeon. I did talk about this last week, I remember now, because breast surgeons are, are general surgeons who have, do more of the um, cancer work with lumps and what have you. If you have a lump in your breast, you wouldn't come and see someone like me. Although I pretty much only do breast, I am a plastic surgeon, so I do the reconstruction after cancer and and cosmetic breast surgery like implants and lifts. But I don't do lumps and I don't do the cancer work and ultrasounds and MRIs and things like that. That's a breast surgeon. So we would probably refer you to a breast surgeon or your GP would refer you to a breast surgeon. But you must always worry about a lump in your breast at any time, whether or not you've got implants in. And then last question, I've got a last question here. By the way, I'm just going to give you a fair warning now. You can get live on with me split screen if you want. There's a button somewhere apparently that says, do you want to be live? Or do you want to, or I don't know what it says, do you want to join in? So you can join in um, if you've got a question though. But you can just join in and say, I haven't got a question because that's not unreasonable. So last question. I should have a banner, shouldn't I? Last question. Um, Polytech, why do you use Polytech? Someone's just said that to me on, Inst on this Instagram. They said, why do I use Polytech? So I use, so there's different, Polytech is a make of breast implants, for the, if you don't know. Um, and number one is that there's different types of implants according to, there's different ways you can classify implants. And one way you can classify implants is by the coating of the implant. So that you can have polyurethane foam coating, which is a, foam coating or you can have silicone coating silicone shell um, well a polyurethane implant is a silicone implant with a polyurethane coating around the outside so anyway the pros and cons of polyurethane implants something we can talk about at um, another time maybe but um but if you want a polyurethane implant there's only one company in the world that makes them and that's polytech so if you say why do i use polytech i use polytech because they're the only company that make polyurethane implants so if you're going to have a polyurethane implant you've got to have polytech now if you're going to have silicone implants there's loads of companies polytech makes silicone implants um nagel um allegan recently have not renewed their ce marks so or allegan no longer uh, seban seban um there's lots of companies um mentor anyway there's loads uh maybe that's not loads there's a, several companies should i say who make silicone implants uh i haven't got a strong view i usually when i use silicone implants i well i just use some polytech silicone implants this afternoon but um you can also use um well, you can use any any make you want you might have to if if you come to our clinic um we work at the hostels uh, the hostels might say you can't use a certain make because they can't get it but as long as the hostels can get it i'm pretty comfortable using any make of silicone implants i think they're all well i say any as long as the ones that we've heard of you know the big companies i don't think there's a huge amount to differentiate between them personally i think people make out that there is um, but sometimes you've got to be a bit careful if someone says to you these are the best implants i hear that a lot people say oh i've heard that these are the best 
Anyone that telling you, telling you that one company is the best implant, why would anyone use the others? You know, uh, there isn't a best implant. I think um, there is pros and cons, and they make out of the texture. Yes, the texturing is different, and you can discuss that. Smooth, you can discuss it in terms of ALCL. There's all sorts of um, controversies and pros and cons with different types of implants. But anytime there's loads of different things, there's no one good one because if there was one good one, no one, the other ones wouldn't survive in the market. So there is pros and cons of all of them. To be honest, for me, the main difference comes in the warranties. The warranties are different between them. Um, but uh, but I think Polytech are a good company, and I'm happy to use their. Well, I have to use their polyurethane implants. I've been using them for many years, um, and as I say, I used some silicone implants this afternoon. And they, uh, Nagor is the other company that I tend to use. But it's sometimes people say come and say, oh, I want Mentor or something like that. And I'll, fine, if you want Mentor, you can have Mentor. Very good implants, very happy to use those or, or, or another make, happy to use those. So personally, I've got a strong view and I would be careful about anyone who tells you that one is better because, you know, why would you use the others? So that's it. Anyone want to join in? No? Right, that's it. I'm done with my questions. I'm all out of questions. Um, I think there's been a lot going on. I hope I haven't missed any questions. Oh, God, what about treatments? Oh, we've done that. Um, that's been good. Thank you for that. Thank you uh, for the join earlier on. That was a nice joining. And thank you for all the um, comments. And, um, yeah. I am going to check myself out here because I've got to say, it's getting late and I'm, you know, I'm ready for bed, I tell you. God, yeah. Um, Rock and roll. It's the life I lead. So I'm going to end it. Oh, I haven't even done anything with these buttons. I don't know what the buttons is. There's a little aeroplane down there. It's a question mark. There's the faces. I think the faces are like Facebook, are they? Or do they join people? Oh, go live with. Oh, I see. I can make you go live with me. Oh, my God. What have I done? Oh, God. Right. Sorry. I've done something to half my screen. Right. Um, what does that do? Share a photo. Oh, God, look, I can share a photo or video. Wow, this is good. Uh, okay, take a photo. Anyway, um, good. I'm going to check check out. This has been very good, this Instagram Live. Um, I've been very happy with it, and I hope it's been enjoyable for everybody who's been here with me. And have, have a good evening, and I will find the button. Here we go. End. End. Good night. Bye. End.